0: This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with two full-blown kids. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a toddler. This is a show about
1: life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, would you want someone to tell you, like another parent, if your kid was being not so great? Plus, Biz says something bad. Teresa remembered sleep is good, and we talked to KJ Delantonia about being a happier parent. Woo! Ba, ba, ba. This is going to be an interesting show. Teresa, before I ask you how you are, uh-huh. I just want to send out a giant reminder, because mm-hmm. it, is, it is my duty yeah. as co-host of this show and co-author yeah. of our book, yeah. to suggest... Jingle, jingle. jangle. Holidays are here. Are you looking for a gift for someone? Like a new parent or a parent who's been parenting for a while. (laughs) And is very tired. And is very tired and needs to feel like they are doing a good job. You can go to any of your online booksellers or in-store booksellers and and pick up a copy of the One Bad Mother book. You're doing a great job. A hundred ways. You're winning at parenting. Because you are. You really are. And, you know,
0: even if you've been listening to our message (laughs) week after week, year after year, it still kind of helps to just sit with
1: that message and really absorb that. It's an easy read, guys. Yeah. You can read one page a day. You can. Hide it in the bathroom. It's a great bathroom read. It is a good bathroom read, guys. It really is. I was over at my friend's (laughs) house the
0: other day. I was just, like, dropping off my kid. And I was like, oh, I got to use your restroom. And I went in there and our book was on the back of (laughs) the toilet seat. And I came out and I was like... Like, I actually feel
1: great yes. about that. Like, We're it's so nice to see that there. A toilet box. <laughs> yes. Yes! Teresa, on that happy note, how are you?
0: Oh, I... Well, it's funny that we are talking about how to be a happier parent today um, because I discovered one hmm. or maybe rediscovered yeah. one way to be a happier parent. Uh-huh. It's get more sleep. You should write a book. I should write a book. Um, yeah. I mean, I just I, last week and I think the week before, like I just had a really bad run of like I was in that ha- it was a combination of I was in the habit of going to bed later yeah. for a while and I was also in, my kids were in the habit of waking up at five for a while. <gasps> yeah, what the? So I fuck was, was doing like just every yeah. just every night for I think it has something to do with the ours too. I mean, Ellis was up like at change, change of season, yeah. yeah. And so I kept. I think it was one of those things where I kept thinking this will be done tomorrow. Yeah, I kept thinking that would <laughs> resolve itself, and it didn't. Yeah. And so night after night, you know, six like six ish hours. With one or two kid wake ups in the yeah. middle of the night, that was not like that builds on itself. I know some people get less build than that. On I'm itself. not okay with that, so I was not okay for a while, no. and I, I'm probably still not okay. But the last couple nights, <laughs> I did do that thing where I like finally resolved, like, okay, I need to face facts. Yeah. Like, I need to go to bed way earlier than I've been going to bed. And yes. I even told Jesse, and he was not happy about that. Because <laughs> he, for you for he saying likes it. to have a buddy to stay up yeah. and be friends with. Sure. Which just makes Sorry. me mad. <laughs> so I've been going to bed
1: earlier, and it's weird how quickly <laughs> that helps with things. Yeah, it does, right? Really. Yeah, good, good job. Does. Yeah, thanks. And good job, not poor Stefan. I'm like, Eight thirty, yeah. Um, if not eight, yeah. I am just. I'm like. I'm gonna go read or do crossword puzzles yeah. in the bed and quiet. Yeah. I. I'm not gonna stay up and watch movies I with you. I'm it's so hard. sorry. It's really hard. But like at eight, I'm just yeah. fucking dead. Even yeah. though like because Katie Bell's still up. I mean, all this other stuff's still happening. Uh-huh. I just. But I do feel bad. I know. I do, but you know what? It also pays off sometimes I to have to do that. I know. Because it, you, we're better yes. people.
0: We're better. Yeah. We're happier. We're happier. We have a,
1: you have a better mood yeah. if you get enough sleep, which is better than staying up and being buddies for a short period of yeah. time versus being happier yeah. and able to be a buddy anytime. Oh, oh I like that. Oh, nice. Okay. How are you? I had this moment uh, earlier this week. And it's going to probably tie a little into what we're going to talk about today. But Katie Bell came home from school, pretty upset. Some injustices had been mm-hmm, done mm-hmm. amongst friends. Yep. And I think maybe we were also hearing a summation of maybe a mm. series of injustices that mm. have been going on over a long period of time.
2: That yeah. so she's coming just been out. gathering. They were gathering yes. and we're
1: all getting at once. And... I had two thoughts. Okay. One was I really just think she's seven. And uh-huh. she's not. Uh-huh. She's nine. Right. She's not seven. Right. She's nine. Uh-huh. She's not seven. Okay. She's how nine. Old is she? she's nine. She's not seven. Okay. And in this moment of watching her <laughs> process this, and uh-huh. Stefan and I sitting there. I had this feeling of, the second feeling, which was, okay, when she was seven, Mm -hmm. you know, we were still in the mode of, we're going to really help you get through this, and we're going to help navigate and just step in here. Uh But at nine, all my instincts Mm. were, shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Don't say anything. Right. Let her, she just wants to vent. Yes. It's going to make it worse. If we say anything, just tell her you love her, and then she's perfect, and I was very good that I did not say Everybody's jealous of you, baby, and they're horrible monsters. I just kept that. I just kept that to say to Stefan after she left the room. Yes. You know, and of course, the next day, everything was fine again. Right. But it was really this moment, like, what happened after all of that was over— And I was really sitting there in the whole thing that she's nine, not seven, Mm -hmm. and that things are changing. And again, I've said a few times, I can see the future Mm. coming for Katie Bell. I said something in my head that I never thought I'd say and that I'm pretty sure I've openly mocked
2: on the show.
1: I said in my head, it's moving too fast. Oh, wow. Okay. Then I immediately said, it's okay. It's moving exactly how it's supposed yeah. to be moving. And but I'm the enjoying this moment. But I really felt the like, I older.
0: I feel like you should circle this date on your calendar. She's I feel like it means something.
1: Older. The okay. petals are starting <laughs> to fall. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just was like, oh, wow. my God. We're about yeah. to have like yeah. a full-blown twain coming up. Hormo- oh, and this interesting side fact, because I really do want to get into the topic today, but I was talking to my therapist about it, about all the emotions and like watching her with all these emotions and seeing them just like take over her and her face, just be like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, this is the time when like hormones are starting to kick mm-hmm. in, but it's not just that. What a lot of people don't know is that second to the time when they are toddlers mm-hmm. and they are having that massive brain development, yeah you know, they, when they 're a toddler it 's like the largest like amount of brain activity mm-hmm. the second largest is this Time. Oh, like right before tweens? Yeah, right like as they're entering their tween, nine-ish? like nine to eight, nine, nine ten. ten. Oh. And so as a result, think about like the emotional patterns of a toddler yeah. as they're trying to process everything. Yeah, That makes a lot of sense. They're like needing to
0: make a lot of leaps. Like a lot of mental
1: leaps or a lot of like already maybe knowing something, not being able to do it. You oh, know, like okay. the same thing, which is emotionally. Yeah. Ah! yeah. And I, that actually helped me so much yeah. thinking about it that way. Yeah, sure. Yeah. To go back to injustices Mm -hmm. happening to Katie Bell, Uh I think that ties in nicely with what we're going to talk about today, Mm -hmm. which is, do I want someone, say another parent, to tell me if my kid's not being that great? Man, this one's been on my mind mm-hmm. a while.
0: Yeah, I feel like you brought this one up as a possible topic, like maybe a year ago. Yeah, but I feel like yeah. our kids
1: are a little older now, yeah. and this, mm-hmm. it feels more mm-hmm. relevant for us to discuss. I would like to just say, off the bat, that question: Do I do I want a parent to come up and tell me if my Do kid's, you want a fellow parent? parent yeah, to tell you. I'm saying fellow mm-hmm. parent to come up and tell me if they've seen my kid doing something or if my kid's done something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: To let me know. Mm-hmm. Now, right off the bat, my mind says absolutely. I'd like to know, and that is followed quickly with "fuck you." Right, I, you are ab- my child is perfect. Something what negative. You're talking about negative feedback. Yeah. yeah, right. And then I'm kind of left in a space of well, I don't know, mm-hmm. because usually this question comes up for me when I see like a friend of Katie Bell's, like a kid that I like, mm-hmm. whose parents I like, do something that. If it was my kid, I'd kind of want to know about, you mm-hmm. know, and I don't mean like, you know, they're stealing money or something like the, so I guess I'd like to be told if somebody <laughs> witnesses my kid stealing, but you probably know, probably by a police officer, probably by a police, <laughs> ding dong, <laughs> Ms. Lawrence, <laughs> <laughs> too late. I was told too late, but like, like, let's say, for example, I, I saw a kid yeah. This, this kid, I love this kid. Mm-hmm. He's one of my favorite kids. Mm-hmm. And he's really good friends with Katie Bell and another girl. Mm-hmm. And the other girl's, you know, kind of physical too, sort of a mm-hmm. tomboy. And they were sort of like being physical. And mm-hmm. he had her kind of up against the wall. Mm-hmm. And she was saying, okay, let me go. And he mm-hmm. wasn't. Mm-hmm. And like, he just was playing a little too yeah. hard. And so for me, I'm like, well, that I feel like yeah. that hey. She said, stop, right? Yeah. Which I did. I got up and said, yeah. she said, stop, let her go. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm like, what I want to know, that's not like not in his nature necessarily, is that what I want to know if my kid was doing that to somebody where it's all kind of fun, but it's like those small corrections you sometimes yeah. wish you had known about to make. Yeah. I don't know. I can talk more about that, but I want to first present this to you. Yeah. Do you want to know?
0: Well, <laughs> can I can I answer that question yeah. by like responding to how I would have yeah. like how I imagine I would be thinking this because yeah. th- I would be asking myself the same question yeah. se- having seen that, and I think because I think my approach is definitely on the side of hands off mm-hmm. like not my not my yeah, business sure. type sure but like I also. Believe that if everybody said it wasn't my business, we'd be really fucked as a society. <laughs> so, like, it's definitely all of our business. Yeah. But depending on your school and, like, your relationship with the family, yes. like, I think there's just so many variables there. Like, I would assume in that situation that you saw, yeah. like, the fact that you were there and able to intervene and he stopped right, right. away, I would just be like, okay, that's yeah. over. I agree. But then if it happened again... Then I would probably, I know you're not asking me for my advice, but I'm just saying, like, if we're talking through this scenario, like, I would probably, like, mention it to the school more than anything. Mm Because I assume as a parent, I assume the parents know more about what's going on with their kid. And that's the reason I wouldn't want somebody coming and telling me, like, we had all these problems with Grace at school. Yeah, I was wondering about that. really with aggression with other kids, although there were a couple things like that that happened. But, like, if a parent in one of those situations had, like, approached me and been like, I saw Grace do blah, 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 it would have been really difficult for me. Like, I would have been very upset. Because I would have been like, first of all, fuck off. Right. Secondly, yes, I know. Yeah. Thirdly, I'm here every fucking day talking with seven different administrators (laughs) about this problem. Yeah. Do I need to hear it also from you? No. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Like, that's... that's, (laughs) honestly that's where so when I'm I'm thinking about it from uh, like if I see something happening I'm going through this mental checklist of how certain am I that this family doesn't know about this situation Mm. like how sure am I that I have some special info that this family is not aware of and if I'm if I'm really close with the family, then that's a different yeah. story. Like if it was you and like your kids were over at my house and like something happened, yeah. that's appropriate for me cuz yeah. it's in our house. It's I'm the only person who can report on it. I'm not going right. to tell a school person. Right. I'm just telling you're my friend like I would just be like this happened yeah. just so you know. But like if I'm just out in the world, yeah. That I I I think it's very presumptuous to think like this one thing that I saw, right, is like this crucial info that if I don't pass it
1: on, <laughs> this family will never know, right? Okay. You know, no, because I actually I have here in the notes this thing about like it does danger, it comes so dangerously close to the helpful versus feeling judged, right? Yeah. Like it does, you know, play on that. Yeah, but I, I want to follow up with a question to yeah, that, yeah. which is where you had said, you know, I would maybe tell a teacher, uh huh my response not that yeah. i've necessarily been in the situation but my yeah. like oh, the scenario would be if i then was in for my whatever meetings with the teacher yeah. and then they said a couple of a parents parent have said i yeah. might be like yeah. well so now everybody being... talking yeah. about me behind my back right yeah. like i feel like that would i guess i'd rather but you're right. Yeah. A lot, there's a lot that plays into this. Yeah. How well you know the parent. Yes. How well you know the kid. Yeah. How well, you know, you are being able to see the full situation. Because, like, the ones that come up for me that, like, have led me to keep thinking, oh, would I want to, like, I think about kids go out. They go to other people's houses, they hear things, they mm-hmm. watch TV, they see things. they get exposed to stuff mm-hmm. that are out of our control mm-hmm. that, and that is something we have all learned, mm-hmm. sometimes in a way that is not a great way to learn it. right: If somebody saw my kid saying something like racist or offensive whether she fully understood or not what she was saying maybe she was just copying it or whatever because there's a lot of that like gray area left over from the 80s right Mm -hmm. that like lurks about if you watched an old movie or whatever Mm -hmm. that's just not okay Right? Not okay. Probably wasn't okay then, but now we all know. Yeah. That's not okay. Right? And kids' stuff in particular has got a lot of like uh, gray lines of it makes a funny rhyme. Right. Right? I would want to know. Yes. Right, that's a different. I feel like yeah, there's a,
0: different reasons. Yeah, yeah. so like, <laughs> there's this is like okay. So the thing about telling a teacher, oh yeah, sorry, the, that no no no, it's fine. I just I think in that situation, that's one of the the variable I would be thinking about. There is like, who would I rather hear it from sure. as a parent? Like, am I okay. close enough with this person that I know I can bring it up with them in a way that won't be judgy and that will be, like, helpful and that, like, that will be good? Right. Or, since I don't know them that well and it might come off weird, is it better to just, like, have the teacher who they already have a relationship with have this information and decide what to do with it? Right. Like, that. you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think, like, (laughs) it's just funny (laughs) because hearing... (laughs) Like, having this conversation is just reminding me of, like, things are so much better right now at our new school, but, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> at um at at the old school, what yeah. used to happen when things were going not well, I didn't really have a lot of parents do weird stuff like like I yeah. was describing. I didn't sure. really have a lot of parents intervene except by like giving me a worried or like pitiful yeah. look, you know, <laughs> um, but or just like not looking at me, right, like yeah. avoiding eye contact. But what used to happen was lots of times I'd come to pick up Gracie at the end of the day and three or four different kids would come oh. up to me and tell me a bunch of things that oh, had happened yeah. that day. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it's its less, its somehow God. it's less bad than a parent if doing a that because you. it's a kid and right. you know, like, the kids aren't really judging your parenting but they are making a judgment about your child's behavior because they've already learned that this is not okay and they've figured that out (laughs) but also they're so tactless in the way they report it so it kind of like (laughs) stings even more right but like what I'm thinking about is there is this there is this idea of like basically concern trolling oh see this is so interesting which yeah yeah, (laughs) which like I think I I'm just hyper aware yeah. of because I have a transgender child sure. and there are people who have said to my family, oh my like, are you sure. sure that this is a good idea? Because these are all the reasons you're probably potentially harming your child. And I'm just looking out for your child. Like, it's the yeah. most. I mean, I didn't this even is, think about we're that. We're not even. This no, but like this so is so far. Out, but, but this is related. But it's I, a, yeah, it's a relevant thing. It's like basically if you like it's the idea that you're not trusting the parent. Right. To be doing a good job and to know what's (laughs) going the studio is falling apart (laughs) Um, we just had a giant piece of foam fall off the wall (laughs) Um, (laughs) anyways the period hut's breaking up (laughs) yeah but like it's it comes down to me to this idea of like not trusting that the parent right. knows what is going on and that the parent is making the best possible choices and the most, like, well thought sure. through choices that they can. That's different from basically what you were initially posing, which right. is like, I saw something that is of concern, right? Do, like a safety concern, basically. Well, right. Do I say
1: anything? Right. Like, because I do feel like, yeah, A, it's a real gray area when you start looking at it, I think. Yeah. Because I think, what did you call it? Concern trolling? Concern trolling. That's amazing. That's an amazing word for that. I have mixed feelings on it. But I, because I would think in my mind, and I'm sure in the mind of all people who do it. Oh, my God. I just, uh, so many feels about that. There is probably an element, especially when it's somebody that you know, yeah. of true, like, concern. Yeah, true right? concern. It's motivated Yeah, like all things that are sticking your foot in it, Yeah, <laughs> in the world of parenting in particular, probably starts from places of concern. Well, but not the trolling.
0: Like No, the, the trolling is legitimately is, out it's, trying it's, to make you feel like trying shit. Trying to look like yeah. concern, but, but it's, it's not. actually yeah. targeting you for right. hate.
1: Yeah, So I, I'm not, that is a different thing. I think there is definitely what you're talking about, which are these larger behavior like, yeah, the parent probably already yeah. knows this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this isn't like... This isn't... And also, I could give two shits, obviously, about catching kids swearing. Right. Okay? Exactly. Like, like they're supposed yeah. to. There's a lot of yeah. stuff kids do that yeah. I'm like, that's normal. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything yeah. unless it, somebody's, like, legitimately in danger. Yeah. Uh, a kid's getting potentially hurt, or, you know, or there's a risk. You know, like, I do think about the time you said that, like, somebody had texted saying, hey, I just saw Gracie yeah. leaving the building. Yeah. Like, that seems worthwhile yes. to text. That, and he was also, he's a friend. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> He's somebody who,
0: and he's also somebody who has a, a kid who has, like, a similar profile to Gracie. Right. And so... I, we had that yeah. comfort but yeah probably any adult from the school <laughs> saying hey yeah. your child was trying to escape <laughs> from school yeah like i'd probably need like that's that was actually like a safety issue yeah, in the safety. moment yeah like, in that moment it i needed to know yeah that. to yeah. know that right yeah
1: i think that basically i would be open to <laughs> <laughs> people coming if You know, my children were hurting themselves. That might be something I didn't know, right? Because a lot of stuff as they get older, you don't know. Oh yeah, right? Like, or if they're you know hurting somebody else, or maybe they're saying something specifically mean, or you know what I mean? Like, because I, outside of it, can say you know you see kids grow up and you see like people in the world and they're horrible assholes, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you say. What was it that they didn't catch? Like, what was it? Not that we can stop people from being assholes, but, like, were they not aware that they were talking to women like that the whole time? Were they not aware that that woman saw men like this the whole time? Right? Like, so I feel that there are some, like, social situations in which I may not want to hear it, but long term I might be okay with it. I guess I'd want to know... If my kid was saying something that didn't reflect our family values on some level, but it's also hard to know what somebody's family values are, I don't know. It is because
0: so there's the dynamics between the parent and whoever saw it or wants to say something. Right. And then if it happened at school, there's a question of, well, is this something for the school to know about? Right. But then there's also just the question of like, like letting our kids yes. sort
1: out their own yeah, shit, I kind of, you I know. know? And I guess for me, the the bigger sort of point is even if my choices in those situations are to let it ride, right? my brain still goes through this process of, and it's usually not, what do I need to tell somebody else? It usually yeah. always turns back on me to, what I want to know yeah. Yeah. if this was coming out of you know, my kids' mouths. You right. know what I mean? And because like when they're babies, you know, somebody pushes somebody, life goes on at the toddler. Right. That's developmental, yes. that's physical. Sometimes that just happens. Yeah. But as they get older, I think it just gets trickier, mm-hmm. like balancing that line of kids' privacy, you know, letting them develop, you know, their their own guidelines, respecting that parents know what the fuck's going on in their own house. And Yeah, and also being each other's caretakers. You know what I mean? It's hard. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for letting us talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Care.com, the easy and reliable way to find care for everyone in the family, when and where you need it. Biz and I both have
0: premium memberships. They are super easy to use. Check out the website. It's adorable and very intuitive. It's the world's largest marketplace for finding and managing family care. You can find care for everyone in the family, whether you need child care while you're at work or need to line up a sitter for a kid-free date night. Care.com is there for you. And you can also find housekeepers, dog walkers, tutors, errand runners, and senior care.
1: To save 30% off a Care.com premium membership, visit Care.com slash mother when you subscribe. That's Care.com slash mother for a 30% off premium membership.
0: Hey, you know what it's time for, this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485.
1: Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius.
0: Okay, so we've been having some challenging mornings with Oscar, my five-year-old, because he gets up super early, like probably three quarters of the time but then like a quarter of the time at a normal he gets up at a normal time and so because he gets up so early even on school mornings we're in this pattern of him kind of like having time to play before Um. he gets ready for school But then, just randomly, there will be a morning where he doesn't have time to play. He just has to get ready. And, like, for a while, it was, like, more manageable for some reason. Yeah. But now we've reached a point where we just had some really rough mornings where he just could not transition from playing to getting ready for the day. And that was when I realized, like, oh, I'm just – this is all in the wrong order. Like, he really just – even if he's up at 5.15 – He has to just get ready for his day and then he can play until it's time to go. And I knew it was going to be a really (laughs) annoying like switch because that's pretty different. And it does feel weird for me to like get my cute little five year old up at five o'clock in the morning and be like, first thing you're going to do before you can even eat any breakfast (laughs) is put on your clothes, put on your socks and shoes (laughs) and come sit at the table. Like, yeah, it's like kind of feels weird. But we've done it for five days now, and this was the first morning that we didn't have a fight. Yes. We just did it, and it's so
1: much better. Oh. It's so much better. Good job. Yeah, Thanks. The old switcheroo of the, the schedule. Switcheroo. Ugh. Oh, five-year-olds. Where's that darling time? There's they promise us. Everybody says oh, five. five once I get to five. <laughs> I'm like, what? It's
3: all the hasn't same. been
1: true so far. <laughs> Lies. Okay, speaking of five. Ellis turned five uh, last week. Yay. And and he didn't want a party. Amen. No party. But I made snacks for the class because we finally had a birthday that corresponded with a day at his preschool. Great. And then I made, he wanted some cupcakes for his birthday evening after dinner. Guys, I'm back. Yeah. I I made the cutest, like Rice Krispie monsters. Yeah. And then. I made Star Wars cupcakes yeah. that were okay. They, they were looked really good. Like Star Wars, yeah, people. they totally did, and they were delicious. Oh, good job! And I had such a good time making them. That was the thing. Yeah. That was actually the genius was that I had a really good time making them. Uh-huh. and I haven't really enjoyed that stuff in a while, and so I just it felt really good.
3: It's so good. Thank you. Good job. Hey, I'm calling with the genius. Um, my son has a new backpack for preschool, and it looks really cool, but he can't open the buckle, and he can't open it when he gets to school to take his lunch out, which we didn't realize when we purchased the really cool backpack. We just thought it was super cool, but um, to solve the problem, I just realized instead of buying a new backpack with zippers, I could just Velcro the top tab, and... Um, I don't even have to use the buckle now. I'll just put the Velcro on, and now the flap stays on, and we'll just leave it unbuckled. No problem, right? I'm a genius, and hopefully this (laughs) doesn't turn out to be a fail like all of our other geniuses, right? All right. Have a great day.
1: Good job. So good. I love it. Yeah. I love the Velcro. And just in case Velcro seems intimidating, they've got adhesive Velcro. That sticks on the other side. Uh, So it's not like you have to sew it or anything. Just stick that on there. Bam. Boom. Good Uh, job. Genius. Failures, Teresa.
0: Fail, 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 fail.
1: You suck. Fail
0: me. One of my dogs ate a whole jar of coconut oil. Like, Ah! I, it was like, because it's kind of cold right now, the coconut oil was solid. You know how it gets solid? Yeah. And I keep it in the bathroom because I use it for like skin, hair, whatever. And I was letting Curtis play with the jar Uh because it was like a plastic jar. And he just, it wasn't going to spill because it's solid. And so whatever, it was fine. But I didn't notice that we didn't put it away when we left. Mm. And so we just left the open jar on the floor. And I came back later, oh, and it was licked clean, clean, like Whoa. the whole jar. And so... Do you know which dog? Oh, yes. <laughs> it was obvious. She was, like, hacking and puking for, like, two days. Oh, baby. Yeah. Oh.
1: Yeah. Poor... <laughs> I know. So stupid. I know. Just don't eat whatever. Don't eat the coconut oil. Oh, it's the worst. Yes. So I had this realization the other day that Stefan uh, was playing with Ellis and this has been happening a lot on the weekends deep immersive playing Mm. Katie Bell's off doing her her own thing and I'm finding myself with all this this like time where somebody does not need me amazing I know how is this a fail I don't know here let me help you okay no I realized uh, this weekend that I still have not Figure it out that just because I have time without the kids needing me, that it's not self-care if I'm cleaning. I, I, yeah. I, I still, I just like, oh, good. Like, He's this free. This such a treat. No, let me just no, clean can, everything yeah. and get to all these chores yeah. as opposed to just yeah. reading the fucking paper yeah. or sitting quietly yep. or anything, anything. else. Yep. But I instead... In still using my free time yeah. as family care time. Yeah. And it's very nice of me, but it is a fail. It's a fail. It's a fail. Yeah. I am not boundary. You're now. a self. I am a self. Yeah. I'm a self.
2: <laughs> this is a fail. Um, I have 10 year old twins, and over the past few years, they've just been taking longer and longer and longer to take a dang shower. And I've resorted to everything, timers. We have uh internet-connected light bulbs in their bathroom, and I'll just turn the light bulb off after 15 minutes if I think they've been in there too long. Um, and I'll ask them, what is it, what's taking them so long? I'm, like, I'm just rinsing it off. Like, it doesn't take 15 minutes to rinse soap off of your body after you've already been in there for 30 minutes. Um And so I've basically just been mean mom about this forever. Um And this weekend, I had to use their bathroom instead of mine to take a shower and I get in there and the water pressure is terrible and it does take 20 minutes to rinse soap off and we've lived in this house for two years. I've never used their bathroom and I've just been a bitch to them about how long it takes them to shower every day for two years when they were right. It takes that long. So that's a fail. I'm an asshole trying to decide whether or not I should apologize to them or just... Keep pretending like I don't know, but stop yelling at them. Anyway, thanks for the show. Bye.
0: That's amazing. It's so good. Oh, I was right there with you. Yeah, I'm like get
1: out of the shower. Yeah, get
0: out of the shower. Oh my god.
1: Oh wow. So good. Yeah. You are the worst. (laughs) You're the worst. Well, you're doing a horrible job. Yep.
0: You are greatest mom
3: i've ever known i love you i love you when i have a problem i call you on the phone i
0: love you i love you one bad mother is supported in part by story Storyworth makes it easy and fun for your loved ones to share their stories with weekly emailed
1: story prompts. Here's how it works. Purchase a subscription for someone you love and each week Storyworth sends them an email with a question about their life. They simply reply to this email with their story or can record it over the phone. After a year, their stories will be bound into a beautiful keepsake book. This is a great gift for the holidays and in particular a great like in our house We did this for both of my parents so that we'll have this really nice collection of their stories. Because I'm always like, what was that story? What did you... I mean, there's a lot of questions I'd like to have answered by my parents. So
0: for $20 off, visit storyworth.com slash badmother when you subscribe.
1: Teresa, let's call someone today. Hey! Today we are talking to KJ DelAntonia, who is the author of How to Be a Happier Parent: Raising a Family, Having a Life, and Loving Almost Every Minute. She's also the former editor of the New York Times Motherload blog and the co-host of the #AmWriting podcast. For more, you can find her at kjdelantonia.com. Welcome, KJ. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. And before we get into this bold claim (laughs) thats the title of the book, I would like to ask you what we ask all our guests, which is who lives in your house?
4: I live in my house with my husband (laughs) Uh and my four children, who are 12, 13, 14, and 17, and two dogs and two cats, and then there are assorted other animals outside the house. Yes! This is the closest thing to a commune we've had yet. <laughs>
1: we're quite large. <laughs> Pretty good. Pre- you
4: got, you were in the middle of Teenville in your house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You sound super relaxed about You do about sound it. relaxed. You know, I prefer it so much to Toddlerville, yeah. I can't mm. even tell you. I found my kids, you know... The less pleasant stuff is like the lingering tod- toddler stuff for the moment. I'm a knock on wood because we've been pretty, pretty, um, pretty good on the more teeny stuff. They're pretty pleasant people. <laughs> I just Mostly. feel like every
1: time Sometimes. I utter anything positive like that, like the whole world crumbles within a minute. I, I've been like toying around not saying that no one's been sick in our house, and now everybody's gonna be sick. Yep. it's like the, oh. the parent karma thing. <laughs>
4: Yeah, mine, mine should all be at school, and I've already I've picked up two of them. Oh. It's, it's almost three here, so presumably the one remaining at school, and one of them was already home but has now taken themselves to school. That's my 17-year-old. <laughs> uh, presumably the one remaining at school will not at this point call home <laughs> Yeah, at this point, too all late. All I can say. Too late. It's a little late now.
1: Yeah, that's right. All right, let's get into the book. Like I said, how to be a happier parent, I'm just going to quote this, raising a family, having a life, and loving almost every minute of it is bold. Yeah. It's bold. So I want to start with, before we get into that a little bit, you were the editor of Motherload for the New York Times. And I know that played a lot into writing this book. But can you just tell us a little bit about how and, and why, why this book, besides all of us marching around <laughs> miserable, according to many 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 sources.
4: <laughs> well, it, uh, those sources I was reporting all of that, all of us marching around miserable. That's and right. I was editing all of that, all of the miserable yeah. essays. And at the same time, you know, I think I think we can agree that societally, culturally, we we're not we're not offering parents a ton of help at the moment. Um, you know, so there's there's some, there's some challenges to being a breadwinner and a caregiver and I I'm all for you working in various ways. I I think we're going to change things. I think we're, you know, we're we're coming together on this in a variety of ways. And we all don't necessarily agree on how, but I think it's going to work out. It's going to get better. Here's the thing. It wasn't going to get better for me. (laughs) (laughs) By the time we sort these problems out, um, my kids are, you know, I'm not going to have any others. I'm done. (laughs) And I felt the same way for my writers and the people that I was interviewing and the people I was talking to, you know things are going to change. Things are going to evolve about how we support families and, you know, how the culture sort of dishes out. Eventually, schools will get the picture that, you know, most kids don't have one parent at home full time, and and things will change. But while they aren't changed, while, you know, how could we be happier with the cards we've been dealt? I wanted to answer that for me, and I (laughs) wanted a book that, like, sort of answered it for, for more of us.
1: Yes, we would all like to know this magical secret, (laughs) which leads me me to the next question. You say that there are four things that will help parents be happier, and I took this as like a game we should all be playing. Here are my four, my four, children (laughs) who sleep through the night and go to bed early, family-friendly work schedules for parents, living in a separate house, and more therapy.
4: (laughs) Wait, you left coffee out. Coffee That's right. Well, coffee. Out.
1: That's true. That's yeah. true. All right, Nell, yeah. give us some some actual. Well, no, those are all actual, but
4: not. Those attainable. are actual. They would help. Uh, <laughs> the actual, the actual happier parents yes. that I talked to, or the ones that were you know the topic of other people's research. Because I did my own, and I I read everybody that works out there. Um, the actual things were. Happier parents, uh, they don't make day-to-day decisions based on what's going to make their kids happier. So they don't put, like, their kids' dinner requests or vacation requests first. They They—they have some perspective. They know what's a tiger, what's something to really get upset about, and what you don't have to get upset about. Um, they tend to let their kids evolve towards independence. So, people who are happier parents, they're more involved with younger kids, but as their kids get older, they tend to take a step back and The other thing that happier parents do, which is both the the biggest and in some ways the hardest, is they notice uh they notice the good stuff even when things aren't good. They take a minute to soak in the the joy of sort of being all there in your crazy house together and recognizing that this is. Is what they wanted. So even when there's a kid on the floor screaming, because <laughs> long division is just too hard, and you know, I mean, it's hard stuff, so a temper tantrum is probably going to help, but they are able to sort of take a breath and go, yeah, you know, these are actually the good times. Well, Which is a challenge. It is a
1: challenge. So, you have almost like your own working body that you can experiment on, given that you have four kids. And so, <laughs> I, you know, a lot of the stuff that you talk about in the book, yeah, a lot of this makes sense, as well as, you know, but a lot of the, Theresa and I've had to read a lot of parenting books. And, yeah, as well. <laughs> and one of the things that was really hard for me to learn, I have two kids, and turns out they're totally different. And what was working for one had to be totally different for the other to help them navigate sort of the same things. Because I'm with you. I want to get them to, they're young. I want to get them to a place where I can step back and yeah. let them be, you know, older kids and become adults, all that stuff. But related to what you're saying in the book, did you find that you had to have different approaches for, I mean, what if your kid just doesn't respond well to something like the the tantrum on the floor or not getting help for, you know, a project they forgot to do?
4: Well, so all four of those things are things that the parent is doing. So, you know, if the kid is tantruming on the floor, and I'm the same way, I have four very different children. Um, and my reaction to a kid having a, a like that was my example. There was long division being dramatically too hard. Of my four kids, if they were finding a math thing too hard, I would do four totally different things yeah. for each one of them. But for me, yeah, I would re- be recognizing, okay, this is one math problem on one night, and <laughs> it's one unhappy kid, and you know, it's not, it's not a big deal. Yeah. It's not even a big deal. It's like they never get it. If, you know, I have to hire a tutor and they never get through long division and therefore they don't get into advanced fourth grade math. And that means you can't start pre algebra in seventh grade. And if you don't do that, you're not doing geometry in eighth grade. And if you don't do that, I think I'm getting the timing wrong. Anyway, but let's just sum up with <laughs> it's you something don't do like those that. something like that. Go yeah. To Harvard, right? Yeah. Um yeah. And the key with, with all four, no matter what you're doing about the math problem, is recognizing that you don't need to borrow all the rest of that trouble.
1: Yeah, no does I just want to it's hard. It's it hard. is hard. It's really oh, hard I make because it sounds
4: so easy. Yeah, well that's is, and it is hard.
1: That's right. That's but that's you know, it always sounds yeah. easier you know, until you're in the situation. But it it's really hard because, you know, for all of my noble desires you know, why can't you? Oh, my God. Katie Bell, you said you can't find the, you know, your book. You have got to go find it. I guarantee you, you can find it if you use your eyeballs and look. Because that's how I talk to my child. You know, as opposed to just going in and being like, here's your book. Here it was, <laughs> right? Like, yes. <laughs> which I and they have done sometimes or twice.
4: Sometimes I do both. Well, oh, right. I was going to say you know, sometimes I've done that. Mess.
1: Not sure it's been the best, but yeah. it's really hard because you know one of the things we talk about on the show is parenting is isolating a lot of the time because you're. I mean, even if you're out in the world, when you're home with your family, you're home, and sometimes yeah. that can really twist that feeling of well, maybe I should be helping. They're really upset. <laughs> they really need this. You know, like it's just this one time. I think it's a
4: really hard place to be to step back. Well, and it is and it is hard. And it, it's harder at different times. You know, it's easier to let a yeah. second grader fail than a freshman uh, if you're on that. You yeah. know, if, if you're sort of worrying about, well, should I help and should I not? But I, it's, I mean, figuring out when is the right time. To, to step in and help your child and when is the right time to step back, that's really it's individual yeah. and it's tough and it varies from kid to kid and day to day. But, you know, finding a way to have some confidence that, that you, that the choice you made was the right one, or if it wasn't the right one, that it's not the end of the world. Right. That's the part that's the key to happiness. You're going to get the other thing wrong you're going to help when you shouldn't have helped and you're going to let them be. And maybe because you like voluntarily let them be. And maybe because you were at work or, you know, you just weren't able. and sometimes when really they needed you, like that's, those things are going to happen. It's the part that helps you to be happier is, Recognizing that that's how everybody's parenting experience is, and that's how your parenting experience is supposed to be, mm. and that's and that's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 like we're not you're not going to get it right every time. That's not that's not the job description. Thank God. Pretty
1: sure that's what the Pottery Barn catalog is telling me. So oh, well it's yeah it's very hard. I'm
4: there to... <laughs> you <laughs> can right. order that in cellulon green, I think. Yes, mm-hmm.
1: thank you. I would like my my good parent to be in a totally white room with well placed
4: mm-hmm. handmade
1: <laughs> God's eyes on the wall. And lighting. And yeah, lighting. lighting. Such yeah. lighting really so, helps
0: parenting. Just rooms filled with
1: light. With that's joy. what we need. <laughs> Everything will like be a okay sanitarium. <laughs> yeah, <okay>. <laughs> All right, last question. Soft walls. The walls soft. Soft walls, no corners, <laughs> just round. Okay, so last last question. Here we are at the holidays.
4: Mm. Uh, they
1: are upon us. The happiest time. The happiest. Th- <laughs> the happiest time of year. Work schedules are different. Kids' schedules are very different. Everybody to the
4: concert or that, the bake sale. That's right, or the, the concert. Market, the bake sale, or, or, yeah, yeah, all yeah. the different parties. We those things. Uh,
1: Teresa just made uh, like that's a face. Party. I'm pretty sure you promised to bring the cookies. That's right. That's yeah. right. Teresa just made signed up in September. <laughs> 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 Teresa just made a face that looked like I was poking her with pens. Oh, uh, she was like Ugh, as we were listing those off. All right, help us. With, you, can you can you help us a little bit? With, Maybe. <laughs> yeah, just a little. Just stay inside, lock the door. Happy <laughs> yeah. Happier, not necessarily happy.
4: Right, all right. Time. Make us, can you help us be a little happier during the holidays? <laughs> well, you can't do all the things. No. I mean, all the magazines say that. You know, but that's like, it's like everything right now. It's like right. they're all saying you can't do all the things and yet they all want you to read them. And all it's the true. things really are just demanding to be done. So it's it's completely hiring. You know, so one of my I got a couple of favorites yeah. for the holidays. And one is absolutely to, to find something big and just say no to it and then just remind myself. Well yeah, but at least you're not at the singing party at the Miles's house or right. whatever. <laughs> um, you know, so there's that. My other thing that's just it's just just a little mental trick is um to remember that not everybody not everybody in my extended family world is is putting their 100% towards everybody having a happier holiday. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. Every so often you get a, you might get a family member who who's uh, let's just say they're not really trying or maybe they're trying for some different goal and and I'm recognizing that we're not necessarily all on the same like it's not like I'm the only one you know, it's not like if I would just step up and fly right, this would go fine. Right. Because others amongst us are not pulling That's their right. The weight. blame so, can really be spread around yes. for the holidays. <laughs> it, it, yes. it really can. Yes. And, and this, I don't know. There's something about recognizing that 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 I have found. Helpful, no. like you know, <laughs> even it? if I were perfect, this would still not be good. Yeah, well, no, it takes so the pressure good. off
0: because it's a good reminder that like this isn't all our responsibility yeah. to like win it's or lose. Really like, it's oh not my God. that line, I, I
1: can be perfect, and this still probably <laughs> wouldn't be any good. Is such a great, <laughs> like, new parenting <laughs> mantra. Yeah, that is, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so good.
4: Yeah. It's so good. Good, good. yeah, so. Know there's that, and that I don't know when you're in the middle of that holiday madness and there's always other people involved. I don't know, I find that I find that to be just a helpful little recitation. That is
1: nice, I like that a lot. Well, KJ, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to link everybody up to where they can get a copy of How to Be a Happier Parent Raising a Family, Having a Life, and Loving Almost Every Minute of It, as well as to your website, kjdelatonia.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. This was so much fun. Oh, good. We had a good time, too. And have a happy holiday. You too. All right. Bye. 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 Brainwaves, send a message. Pick up the phone
3: when you I call.
1: This is Rachel McElroy. Hello, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. It's a podcast that we do as uh, we ma- we are married. And how's the ad going so far? Because I think it's going very good. (laughs) We talk about things we like every week on Wednesdays. One time, Rachel talked about pumper nickel bread. It was so tight. You cannot afford to miss her talking about this sweet brown bread.
0: We also talk about music and poems and, you know,
2: weather. There was one...
1: Weather? (laughs) One time, Rachel talked about Baby Beluga, the song, for like 14 minutes, and it just really blew my hair back. (laughs)
2: So check us out on
1: MaximumFun.org. It's a cool podcast with chill vibes. Amber is the color of our energy,
2: is what all the iTunes reviews say. <laughs> they will now. You could end up on
1: the hey, it's Janet Varney
0: of the JV Club podcast, and I am so excited to be joining Maximum Fun. If you're not yet familiar with the JV Club, it's a podcast with me and some of my favorite women and, in the summer, men, as we explore the highs and lows of our terrible teenage years into what I like to call our adult lessons. For example, you can hear about Allison Bree's humiliating moment at a gymnastics competition. You can hear about Jesse Thorne's incredibly salty language in English class. Or you can let Busy Phillips tell you how she met Sharon Stone at an Arizona toy fair somehow. You can join me and all my once-awkward friends every Thursday by subscribing to the JV Club at MaximumFun.org.
1: We're back! I could be perfect, but this still probably wouldn't turn out that great. Mm-hmm. It's the greatest thing yeah. I've heard in a long time. Yeah, It's a really good... It's a reminder why I try to be perfect. <laughs> I love it! Yeah. I love it. I thought that was really, I I was scared I was going to feel a little bad Mm -hmm. about not being happy all the time. Mm -hmm. That's not my takeaway. No. I'm very glad that it's more about just setting some boundaries Mm -hmm. and being okay with not being alone. But it's hard. So very good. How to be a less unhappy parent. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's right. Uh, I still think living in a house separate from my family would help a lot. Yep. <laughs> Did you get that idea from me and Jesse last week? Maybe, yeah. maybe. 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 I, yes, I will take that. Yeah. I will give you all the credit. Speaking of ways to be happier, let's listen to someone who needs to get something off their chest. And let's listen to a mom have a breakdown.
3: Hi guys, just, I don't know if this is a rant or a breakdown or just a general sale. I, I, sitting in a, the parking lot of a grocery store and, cause I went out for milk and <laughs> I guess I'll go back. Uh, it's just, I had what I thought was a good day with my daughter, but it just ended so badly and like, ugh. Oh she's so good until two o'clock and then she's just a monster. She's two and a half and she doesn't take naps and she won't take naps. And she, I, my husband gets home and I don't, I don't think that I've done anything. And I know that he doesn't think that I've done anything because, the house certainly doesn't look like I've done anything. And he's just pulling, you know, 20 hours of overtime this week, and I need a freaking break. And go to the grocery store for milk isn't a break you know And freaking dog yielded the bunny in front of my daughter today, and I just, I said I couldn't take it anymore. Well, okay, I might feel like I'm doing a shitting job, but. You all are doing a good job and maybe I am too.
1: Thanks for the show. Love it. Bye. There is no maybe about it. Yeah. You are doing a great job. Yes, you are. I, I just wanna say that currently on the in the One Bad Mother Hotline collection of breakdowns and rants, mm-hmm. I got a lot from people with two mm-hmm. year olds. Yeah. Let us never forget that that is an incredibly difficult time. It's hard. It's great, you know what I mean? But like, you're coming off infant. You're coming off one there's a good chance sleep still hasn't rectified itself. You know what I mean? There's no, You haven't had a chance to, like, catch up. It's not like suddenly they're nine and you're like, oh, I've had some chance to sleep. Right? You know what I mean? You know what I mean. You've got a two-year-old I, in your house. The
0: only reason I made that face yeah. was that I'm realizing that I have, like, three months left until yeah. I have a two-year-old. Yeah. Two months left until I have a two-year-old. All the yeah.
1: emotions start coming out with yeah. them. Their
0: brains rapid-firing. The no-napping two-year-old. It's, my niece is like that. Yeah. It's It's... Serious, yeah, it is a serious problem, yes, because they really need to nap at that age. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is what wasn't that the same age that Ellis Ellis stopped napping? Yeah, he stopped napping, too, right? Yeah, it was serious. It was like you were putting him to bed at five o'clock, yeah, at night because he wasn't napping because they can't function, yeah. But then if they don't sleep, then what you can't force them to sleep, no. And we tried the walking and the driving, and the bouncing, yeah,
1: he just. Wasn't going to nap. Yeah. And it, That's a crisis. It, I mean, it really is. It really dry. it makes it really hard. And that's yeah. why you got nothing done at home. Of course. Because you've had no time to even do anything. No. Because there's an awake, so by 2 o'clock, you yeah. better believe that baby is not happy anymore. Yeah. And it's not that they are actual monsters. It's that right. they've had no sleep. Yeah. And you can't do anything about it. Yeah. And it's really— Hard, so hard. It's hard, and I, you know, I, I just get it. It took me a long time to, you know, even have the wherewithal to communicate with Stefan mm-hmm. that, like, I mean, I knew how hard he was working. I knew what he yeah. was doing. I, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's not his fault it's either. Not his fault yeah. either. But I also wasn't telling him how bad it was for me. Right, that I was having this hard of a time. And I really needed, you know, we needed to solve this somehow. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, you didn't, we always try to assume you didn't marry an asshole. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So, you know, this is a good time to lean on each other Mm -hmm. if you can. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? But it's so hard. You're so tired, man. Yeah. You're doing a remarkable job. This is a real place you're in. It's. You know, there's not a lot that anybody can say to make it better yeah. either. It's yeah. just, you're not alone. It's real. Yeah. You, you'll get through this. Yes. It just might be really hard. Yeah. But you're amazing. You are amazing. You're amazing. Yeah. Good job. Teresa. What did we learn today? <laughs> we learned that. I don't want to know anything <laughs> that my child has done because she's perfect. I will stare blindly. I'll you. do that
0: thing where I'll put my fingers yeah. in my ears and la, go, blah, 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 blah,
1: My children are perfect. You're just jealous. You're just jealous. You're taking it out on my kids because your kids. You're jealous. Healthy. <laughs> Look, I don't know. I learned—actually, I learned that I probably am not as open to it as I'd like to think I was would be. Uh-huh. I'm not sure that's a good takeaway. Yeah. But I did—I do think it's right that, like, hearing you talk about the whole—I don't need you to tell me. Yeah. I know. Yeah. For certain situations. Yeah. That is actually a good reminder for me who's, like, really coming at a place of, of helpful. Yeah. To be like, I should ask myself first— is this a situation in which they probably already know? Yeah. Versus something that the kids just going to work out on their own. Yeah. Versus this is a possible danger. Totally. Right. And so. Totally. Um. So that. Yeah. And I can I add something yeah. to
0: that? I I also it's also a good reminder for me and for probably many of us that like anytime this dynamic is arising yeah. it is generally coming from a place with if it's a fellow parent at the yeah. school um, it's coming from a place of like truly trying to help it yeah. doesn't always come off that way <laughs> But, which is unfortunate, but it's helpful to remember, like, sometimes my reaction in those situations is more about me feeling upset about the situation than about me being upset at the other person who's delivering the news. Like It's
1: all about just remembering we all are having different feeling experiences, guys. Just being empathetic to each other, right? And to yourself. Yes. It's... We need more empathy and understanding in our world today. Yeah. Also, Roll Tide. I'm still trying to get over the SEC championship game that was this past weekend. Me too. I know. Teresa really was not at all I know aware so much of what this. I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. We also learned that... It is not easy to answer the question how to become a happier parent. Mm -hmm. But I do think there's a lot of value in, as the kids get older, to step back a little bit. It's like what I was talking about at the beginning of the show. Mm -hmm. My instinct was shut up.
2: Mm -hmm. You know, step in
1: later. And I think... You know, that's one instinct versus the other one that is, I'm going to go out and kick every cat I see in the knee, right? Mm-hmm. And help my daughter. You know, you got a karate chop like this? Metaphorically. Of Meta- course. Metaphorically, of course. So, yeah, I think we do have some parenting instincts in us and, you know, that are about stepping back. And we might actually be a little happier. Yeah. With, with the stepping do. back. Yeah. I think it's a really good, a, a good thing to try and practice. Everybody, you're doing a good job. Yeah, you are. We're in it to win it. We got Hanukkah. We got Christmas. We got Kwanzaa. We got a lot of different holidays. Mm -hmm. Just coming, going, descending all around (laughs) us. Lots of responsibilities. Lots of pressures. Lots of fun. Mm -hmm. So be patient with yourselves. Be patient with your family. (laughs) They may be having a different experience than you. Find ways to hide. Yeah, find ways to hide. Yeah, maybe with a copy of our book. Yeah. Because you are doing a great job. And we'll tell you a hundred different ways that you're doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to get yourself a T-shirt that says Haggard and Broken so people know when you're coming. Yeah. Uh, Or it's Friday somewhere. The perfect thing to wear on Christmas Eve. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, you're doing such a great job. You are. You really are. You really are, guys. It's so hard. It's so hard. And you're
0: and if, if for some reason it doesn't feel hard to you right now, that's, that's really great, that's too. That's great, too. Like, enjoy that. Like, if yeah. you're feeling good, that's
1: fucking great. Yes. That's great. Sometimes for real. it's going really well. It is sometimes. And that, we should be embracing and we should that. own that. Own it. Call the hotline and own it. <laughs> because no one at your... Holiday Gathering wants to hear about it. <laughs> yeah. Nobody cares that now your five-year-old puts on all his clothes and socks and shoes <laughs> at 5 a.m. Let's make that a drinking game. All right. You're all doing a great job. Teresa. Yes. You're doing a really good job. Thanks, Biz. So are you. Thank you. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye.
3: I got to know. Down mama blues, I got to slow go down mama blues. I got to slow go down mama blues, slow down mama blues. I got to slow go down mama blues, got to slow down mama blues. know that, right?